Digital Marketing Radio, episode 193, video and live streaming. That's chapter 12 of Digital Marketing in 2017. DigitalMarketingRadio.com Flying solo with David Bain. David Bain. Hello there and welcome to episode 193 of Digital Marketing Radio. And today I'm going to be sharing video and live streaming. Chapter 12 of the book, Digital Marketing in 2017. Get your copy over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. Video and live streaming. Chapter 12 features Saya Mahon, Amy Schmitter, Roberto Blake, Justin DeVille, Peter Stewart, Ian Anderson Gray, Dennis Yu, Mike Bryant, and Eilis Benin. Chapter 12, Video and Live Streaming. Since early 2015, live instant video broadcasting has grown exponentially. Services like Meerkat, Periscope, and more recently Facebook Live have enabled anyone with a smartphone to broadcast live whatever they're doing, wherever they happen to be. But just because it's easier to broadcast and publish video, should every business be involved? And if you are going to participate, what are the best ways to get involved? And what are the pitfalls? Saya Mahon, founder, CEO at Mahon Digital, believes that it's very important to know how your emotional intelligence fits into your overall digital marketing strategy as well as your video strategy. The topic actually I wanted to talk about for 2017 is emotional intelligence and how important that is within your digital marketing strategy as well. And uh, in terms of emotional intelligence, I guess uh, yeah, we, we are quite in, uh, in terms of today going a little bit left and right. Um, um, it, it's really important that we know as brands and obviously uh, the clients we have and, and the, the stories we are trying to promote is to know how to get it out there and how to get our message across in, in a really meaningful way. There's obviously within digital marketing, it's all about data, big data and uh, crunching up numbers and Excel sheets and, and working with tools that we've heard in the couple of last minutes as well. But sometimes we do forget that actually behind all of those numbers, there's people. There's people who want to buy from our clients, people who want to buy from us. Therefore, we need to remember the emotions as well. So the way to do that is obviously focusing on video, which is a great opportunity for all advertisers and ourselves as well. Uh, there was a few mentions about personal branding and branding in general and YouTube channel, for example, is a great way to do this for free. So you can start up your YouTube channel for free, which is great, um, and really get that personal message or brand message going and obviously start to develop your story and get that story across to your well so my top tip for 2017 and i can see there's a lot of other faces going around <laughs> on the stream is to really craft your story 
um, whether it's personal or indeed your company or your client's story and start getting that out to your audience, engage with your audience emotionally and video is an amazing growing way to do that and it doesn't need to break the bank either and it's a great way to serve your audience in a visual way, in an audio as well, so you're serving, your um, kind of getting the attention of your audience from all the senses possible. So video is the way forward. And Amy Schmitter, founder of SavvySexySocial.com, has been a prominent successful video publisher for a number of years. And her tip for the coming year is to combine the power of live and pre-recorded video. Shocker, it's the year of video again. So my biggest tip here is to remember what we are being given on a silver platter. And that is the luxury of things like Facebook Live. We obviously, there's a big live push, push here. But the big thing is that taking advantage of that and sending people to where you want them to go. So if you actually are thinking about starting a YouTube presence as well, then you should leverage things like Facebook Live to promote your content. We often build things and hope people are going to come. That's it's not, probably not going to happen in the early days, especially in a place like YouTube that's uh, different in terms of discoverability and where your video is going to basically be um, determined of whether or not it will be successful long term in the first 24 to 48 hours. So in that first few moments of a video on YouTube or anything else you're thinking about promoting, take advantage of the organic reach we're getting from Facebook for live. Get on live, talk to your audience, let them know that you just did something cool, offer them more value over there, and you will start to see a new way to push some traffic in the direction of all the video you're going to be creating in 2017. A man who's experienced a lot of video success is Roberto Blake from robertoblake.com. Roberto's top tip for 2017 focuses around YouTube and video marketing in general. My tip for 2017 focuses around YouTube and video marketing. We've heard a lot about content strategy. We've heard a lot around personal branding. And my uh, tip here is gonna be very practical in tying all of that together in terms of a YouTube video marketing strategy. And what you would do in terms of a YouTube video marketing strategy, from my perspective, that's really practical is most people, sorry, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, okay. Uh, so number one, in terms of having a content strategy, uh, I would say that you need to have a foundation of evergreen searchable content in YouTube. That's gonna be very helpful, one of the, most search things in YouTube is how to dot, dot, dot. So if you want to establish yourself as a subject matter expert or demonstrate what your company uh, does in terms of a product or service, this is a really great foundation for you is to look at the 10 or 20 pain points that a buying customer would have and build a series of evergreen searchable how-to content around that. Uh, number two, content that serves as a calling card. If you're an individual with a personal brand, then you have to think about what your goals and objectives are as other speakers have said. Do you wanna be a public speaker? Do you wanna get more panels? Do you want more consulting clients? What type of content serves as a calling card to your customer? And maybe that's not the same thing as something that's evergreen. Maybe it's something that you capitalize on in the moment or a trending topic that you get to speak to in an authoritative way that showcases your skills or your knowledge or expertise. So you have to have calling card content as well. And that could be evergreen, but it could also be trending. It could be in the moment. 
or it could be micro niche. It could be for a very specific type of person. It could be with the goal or intention of getting the, uh, the eyeballs of just even one brand or one specific person. So a calling card. Number three, community-based content. Once you have people in your ecosystem, you have to keep feeding them things that are valuable to them. A lot of times to do that community-based content, you should be curating uh, through your audience and even having them do participatory content. This could take the form of YouTube live stream Q&As, or it could even be static pre-recorded Q&As where you fielded uh, information from your audience in the form of Twitter polls or Twitter questions, or if you have a Facebook group or a subreddit. So that would be number three. Number four, um, yeah, another speaker on here talked about video optimization, well, SEO. Uh, in the context of video SEO and video optimization for YouTube, I can't stress enough the importance of good titles, descriptions, and tags, but it needs to be focused around things that would be searchable, but also things that would trigger related videos in YouTube. The algorithm recently changed. There's been a lot of upheaval in the YouTube community around that, and a lot of it is that related videos based on user behavior and what they previously viewed is going to be huge. So making sure that you have tags that aren't one or two word tags, but are phrases that can relate you to other videos or to topics, that's going to be hugely important. So that number four tip is uh, SEO. And there is a tool you can use for that. There's a couple of ones. You can use vidIQ. You can use TubeBuddy. These are great tools to help you. You can use keyword.io. You can use the Google AdWords tool. My fifth and final tip is in your content strategy, make sure you're making what would be considered objectively good content. Content that has a very clear value, content that is at least on some level well-produced, even if it's what a smartphone, try to get that stable, make sure there's good audio, and make sure the experience is a quality experience. So have objectively good content that if you were a stranger, this would be good. And video is not just about producing content designed to be consumed via organic search. Justin DeVille, MD at Receptional, shares that creating video ads can be quite cost-effective at the moment. Okay, so um, my agency does quite a lot of work uh, advertising on Google, uh, and so I've been lucky enough to go uh, to be invited in a few times recently to speak to Google and to speak at various events. Uh, and so I thought I'd ask them what, you know, what their predictions are for 2017. Uh, of course, the first answer I got back was that, uh, that mobile is still, is still important. That's not really news to most of the people who are listening, I'm sure. But some of the figures that they gave me around that were that the number of mobile but also that desktop and tablet are both now decreasing. The number of searches is falling for both of those device types. Um, so once I'd kind of pu pushed that idea to one side, uh, the thing they were talking about most w next was was YouTube. And, um, uh, and one of the figures that they talked about was how the amount of advertising uh, uh, so the amount of the amount of people watching television versus online is about the same now. So we spend about as much time watching online videos we do watching television, uh, but the advertising dollars haven't followed. So it's actually quite cost effective to be able to advertise on video uh, and with video. And that's something that Google wants to change. They want to. They obviously want to get more people advertising on YouTube, and so they're kind of subsidising that uh, and trying to make it easier for people to create video. Because the big problem, is, you know, is is that people don't have the kit and the lighting and the sound is, you know, feel problematic. And so they've created. Um, 
an app which is the director app which is available i think on uh, on the itunes store but not yet on android but that is that will be coming soon i think and that has got some ready-made templates which are kind of based around the sort of uh, the sort of videos that are successful already on youtube and it allows you very easily to add in your own text and animations and sound and all the things you'd want to do to get a really good quality video and it's aimed at much smaller businesses than uh, than you know than you would expect. Uh, and so it's worth checking out that director app if, if you haven't yet advertised on uh, on YouTube. Uh, and the second thing that's, uh, that's worth mentioning as well is that uh, Google are subsidizing the costs of production because they realize that uh, making video can be expensive as well if you're doing it for the first time. Uh, and so Google will now come with a, or uh, they will send uh, you know someone to create a video in your place of work provided you're uh, spending 350 pounds or about 500 dollars or more they will do that for free at quite a lot of locations now so those are a couple of a uh, couple of things worth checking out in the year ahead and there are many more reasons why you should be incorporating live video as part of your digital marketing strategy thinks peter stewart from peterstewart.co.uk yeah, so 2017, I reckon, is the year that you need to be using live video streaming. So stuff like uh, Facebook Live and Periscope, those are the two big players. But you know what? There are probably about a dozen more that you could get into. But just bear in mind, fish where the fish are. So don't try and get onto a new platform that none of your friends or family or clients or customers or colleagues are. So it's probably going to be Facebook Live, to be quite honest, particularly when I tell you that Facebook Live is prioritized. So that means that any live stream you do through Facebook is actually going to get into more news feeds than any other content that you put on Facebook. So much more than straightforward links, more than text, more than pre-recorded videos. So therefore, it means that you're gonna be shown to more people and that means that there's going to be a greater chance they're going to be watching and interacting with you. And once people do actually watch a Facebook Live, they are commenting 10 times more than they are on any other kind of content. So there's two great reasons to get on something like Facebook Live. You want more? Okay. Well, you can talk directly with your fans, with your friends, with your colleagues, with your clients, with your colleagues. You can answer questions, you can show them things, you can take your phone around, yeah, because of course it is on phone as well as on desktop. You can explain yourself, you can do pieces to cameras, you can become a thought leader, you can show behind the scenes at an event or a conference, or behind the scenes on your production line, or maybe in your boardroom, let other people in your boardroom and help them comment on and help you in the decision-making process. All of this is available now through Facebook Live and also with things like OBS, so that's free software. It means that you can build in other cameras, drones, GoPros. You can have a much more TV-like production through your desktop. Looks much more professional, all for, well, OBS, for example, is completely free. Great stuff, Peter. Say that 2017 is the year that you need to, you know what, just try it. You can do a private broadcast just to you, dip your toe in the water and see how it works. It's inexpensive, it's fast, it's mobile, it's accessible, and it's live. Greater engagement with the people that you're trying to connect with. Another fan of live video is Ian Anderson Gray from Seriously Social. Ian believes that it's important to try to make live video evergreen. It seems that everyone is talking about this at the moment, and that's the, the whole area of live video. And uh, 
I, I think live video already has been a big, big thing this year, but I think next year it's going to be even bigger, particularly as Facebook really pushes hard with Facebook Live. And, and so I think this is something I'm going to be concentrating on a lot next year is producing regular live video content, uh, particularly on Facebook Live, but, but also looking at other platforms such as YouTube and, and Periscope now that we can broadcast from our computers um, using multiple webcams and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the, my particular focus is going to be is looking at how you can make live video evergreen. Uh, I think we've, with live broadcasts, we think very much about the, the number of viewers we have. Um, but m many, many times we will actually get far more viewers uh, looking at the replay. So it's, it's making sure that the content that you're going to be producing is going to last for a long time. Uh, the live element is, is hopefully fun and, and it's instant and it's a, a really great way to, to show the real you and to have fun and, and you can bring in guests um, as like you're doing today, uh, maybe not 110 people though. Um, uh, and it's also a great way to boost that reach, um, particularly on Facebook, uh, because they uh, notify all your friends and, uh, and fans. So I'm going, to be, I'm going to be focusing on that evergreen, producing high quality shows with guests, uh, doing screencasts, uh, and also focusing on making the, the post afterwards, the actual text, really high quality. So adding in links and replying to comments uh, and doing that regularly. And Dennis Yu from Blitzmetrics thinks that a lot of SEO and PPC people need to start picking up video distribution as an additional skill set. Dennis says, for all of us that have done SEO and PPC for a living, to deal with text that we either write or get from others, what will you do about video? Video is what's driving traffic and conversions in mobile and social. And this is content that most content marketers who were previously SEO people just don't know what to do about. The key is that old time SEO people have to work with the client to collect those videos, chop them up into snippets for social distribution on Facebook, and then boost. That's advertise. If you're in-house, same thing. You won't be able to produce enough video in-house, so you have to rely upon processes that help your customers to generate video. I'm not talking about Fiverr or automated animation stuff. Customers are too smart. They see through cheap tactics. If your product or service doesn't generate awesome reviews naturally, you have to question whether you're in the right business. No amount of SEO or PPC witchcraft is going to work for you over the long term. And if you think about it, you may well have existing offline content that you can turn into video and online content. That's what Mike Bryant from Page One Power intends to be doing in 2017. Since I manage events, uh, I want to focus on events and uh, turning that into a real valuable experience for both the attendee and uh, the person that is speaking, uh, the vendors that are exhibiting, uh, it may be a webinar, it may be a live video like this, um, a virtual conference or summit. But I challenge people to focus on engagement and uh, having real conversations that are one-on-one, -on -one, um, providing a presentation that is interactive, that uh, you get that live 
a feedback from the audience uh, during the presentation. Um, have, a, have, have your people, your team prepared uh, behind the scenes ahead of time um, to capture that interaction and broadcast it immediately. Make it quick and get it out there to, the, to uh, all your social channels. Um, some of the other things I'm, I'm seeing, you know, the trends are, are live video, 360 degree video, virtual reality, augmented reality. Do those trending popular uh, ways to deliver media, do those make sense for your brand? Um, if you don't have content that can match up with that type of media, maybe sit tight on that. Wait a little bit, be patient, uh, develop the good content first, then put it out on those platforms. Um, so my, my takeaway is a challenge to the attendees and the listeners and the people sitting in the audience. Um, to you, I say, uh, ask questions, get your voice heard, um, make sure that the audience knows what your challenges are, or the presenter and, and uh, the speakers know what you're challenging um, and your, your pain points are. Because if you're not giving them feedback, you might just be hearing the same message repeated year after year. So um, if you get an email for a survey, take that survey, give the feedback, engage with the process, and uh, that's about it. Sometimes, for whatever reason, you might not be in a position to be able to produce video. If that's the case, Eilis Benham from Marketing Mentor advises you to give another medium a go instead. Very simple, and it's kind of in the video world, except for it's for the people who can't do video for whatever reason. They don't want to do video or they don't know what to do with video. My suggestion is do audio instead. Maybe it's an interview. Maybe it's reading something aloud that you've written. And then you post it on YouTube as a video with an image of some sort. And then you use the automatic transcription to get the text and then turn that into a blog post or a series of blog posts. And that's basically a little mini waterfall. But even if you are focusing on video, don't discount the importance of great audio. Many people get turned off watching videos on YouTube because of the poor quality of the audio. I'm bearing in mind that I've hosted over 300 podcast episodes myself I'd like to add my own tuppence of advice here too. In 2017, video content is becoming the norm. It used to be that producing your own videos was something that was fairly unique. But now there are so many others doing it, you need to make sure that you're producing your videos at as high a standard as possible. It's now getting to a stage where people are looking for an excuse not to consume your content. If they don't like one aspect of it, they'll quickly lose interest and move on to someone else that's more enjoyable. One of the underappreciated aspects of video is sound quality, including volume, pitch, and background noise. If you can't get that right, that's a significant reason why people may not be watching your videos for long. So take the time to master the creation of great audio before producing video. It doesn't have to cost that much. 
Purchase a USB XLR combi dynamic microphone such as a, an ATR2100 or the Samsung Q2U. Purchase a simple microphone windshield and a swing desk stand mic and everything together will cost less than $100, about £80. Then learn the craft of producing good audio. Speak four to six inches away from the microphone with the microphone at a slight angle. And practice. When your audio is great, that's one reason that your content consumers will continue to engage with your videos in 2017, rather than preferring your competitor's content instead and never coming back. Chapter 12, Video and Live Streaming Summary. Start to develop your story and get that story across to people. Don't hide behind a brand. If you're publishing on YouTube, leverage Facebook Live to promote the YouTube videos as soon as you publish them. Look at the 10 or 20 pain points that a buying customer has and build a foundation of evergreen searchable video content around that. Google are subsidizing some of the cost of producing video ads for YouTube. Check out what's available in your local area. People are 10 times as likely to comment when watching Facebook Live. Leverage that interaction. Enhance your Facebook Live post with more detail after your live session is over to make it more evergreen. Chop up your existing video content publish it on Facebook and pay to boost your posts, continuing to test which content flies best. Turn real-world events into online experiences by shooting video at your own live events. Commit to recording and publishing audio if for whatever reason you can't do video. Ensure that your audio quality is spot on, even for video. Don't give discerning viewers a reason to switch off. You can get your copy of Digital Marketing in 2017, the book, over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. Just scroll down, click on the orange order button, and you can choose from ordering the paperback or the Kindle edition on either Amazon.com or Amazon.co.uk. Then when you've ordered, Come back to digitalmarketingin2017.com to claim your bonuses. Digital